0: Hey, everybody, welcome to Drunkard's Walk, the podcast. It's me, Matt Hartman. I'm one of the hosts of Drunkard's Walk, and if you've listened before, you already know that. And if you haven't listened before, welcome to a brand new experience for your ears. This is a chance for you to hear a podcast all about traveling from one page on Wikipedia to another page on Wikipedia, but I'll get into that later. You see, now I have to get to the part where I introduce my co host that's right. I'm trying to build the anticipation here because I do have a co host. It's the same co host that I have every week. And if you've never listened before, you probably don't know who that is. But if you have, you already know that it's Jethro Nolan. Wow.
1: What an explosion of anticipation for uh Oh, people see, who I left what you what speechless. Yeah, you yeah. did. Yeah, I'm, I'm stumbling over. I, even I was surprised that yeah. I was introduced. Like, yep. I was like, he, he's building up to something. It must be magical. And then I was slightly disappointed to find out that it was me.
0: Oh gosh, yes. Uh, sorry. Yeah. A little oh, no. anticlimactic. I I apologize it, it, about that. It really is.
1: It really is. Yeah. Especially yeah. for first time listeners who don't know who the fuck I am. So that's right. right?
0: That's right. Sorry well, about or, that. Yeah. Or perhaps they do know you, but from some other thing, some other place. Perhaps they've heard your name, but they've never seen your face. Like they also can't now.
1: Uh yeah, possibly. But I mean, really, Drunkard's Walk is the pinnacle of my fame.
0: Oh. So that's oh. And, and, and it
1: and it hurts I'm, me to say that. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Oh, you know, we I can't, know. we can't all be Elvis, you know?
0: Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. If we were, then uh, Elvis wouldn't be special.
1: It's true. It's true. Yeah. And he is. Yeah.
0: Oh, in, incredibly. Very, very, much, very much Uh so. There was a movie and everything. You know, Jethro, it, it's great to see you again this week. Um, you know, last week we rolled into the new year and here we are about a week in and uh, kind of getting back into the routine, uh, still having some trouble when I write my checks, you know, still, still putting the wrong year on those
1: yeah. i'm i'm still yeah i do the same thing but with venmo i
0: yeah yeah well most of my checks are from 1995 so that's the the biggest issue i have is that i'm go. writing them in 2023 but um but yeah it's it's great to see you again buddy and uh i'm excited to to once again um stumble through wikipedia i i started to explain it earlier uh you
1: did i w- i was afraid i was going to miss the the boat for that portion of the podcast because it's my favorite part of the podcast.
2: Yeah, no, Where, where we tell people
1: that we go from one random Wikipedia page to another uh and and hope to get there in the shortest number of clicks and I was yep. if I couldn't be here for that part of the podcast I'd be very very sad.
0: Yeah, no, I understand that. Oh, and Jethro actually I have to I have to um uh make a correction to you know to an episode that we published a few weeks back. Um remember when we went on our walk with with Dave Foreman uh from oh, from, yeah. from Rocket to uh, uh Marie Louise yeah. I remember that walk? So we were talking at the beginning of that about how um, he had won the arcade auction in the past. That is actually not true. Uh, that was his first win of an arcade auction. The reason he walked with us previously was because he um, donated at the highest level of our Patreon.
1: Ah, there we go. I, yeah. You know what? Dave's Dave's generosity manifests in so many forms yes. that it's, it's difficult to keep track because he's, I mean, he also, he, he donated that fountain to the city. Right, uh, right that's yeah. huge with all the horses and everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he's, he's a, a, a known philanthropist in the Pittsburgh podcasting community, and we're oh for sure a, a, a welcome recipient of his beneficence. But it's it's hard to keep track of the many ways that Dave Foreman's uh, majesty manifests. In yeah,
0: it's it's very difficult to keep it all straight. But I did want to apologize to our listeners for that. I want to apologize to Dave for that uh, messing up. Um, and, and if anybody, you know, I'm sure there were a lot of people listening to that episode screaming and yelling uh, at their um, phone, I guess. That's what most people listen on. Maybe a computer. I don't know uh, if you're at work listening to this. Um, but uh, but yeah, so there it is. I've, I have set the record straight. Um, so consider consider it done.
1: Well, let's just hope that that apology is good enough for Dave Foreman.
0: Let's hope so. I, I gotta hope.
1: He also bears a violent grudge.
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true. As as giving as he is, he is also so, very withholding. Sometimes so. you'll be
1: walking around Pittsburgh, and you know you'll just pass Dave Foreman on the street, mm-hmm. and he'll be holding like a, a knife in a raccoon's paw. Yep. And he'll be covered in blood. And yep. He'll just shout the name of his enemy. And then you just get out of the way at that point. Because
0: Gosh, I can't I can't even count the number of times that I've seen that. But I mean, but it's all it all makes sense. You know what I mean? It's not senseless violence. No, no, no.
1: It's very it's very sensible violence. Reason behind
0: it. Um, That's why not
1: guilty every single time. He's always acquitted
0: every Uh, time, every single time. The
1: the jury's like, yeah, well, you know, it sounded (laughs) crazy going in. But Dave Foreman, that's right. Point by point, dismantled all of the objections against that's right.
0: That's right. So, so yeah, so we did that. So we, 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 we reached Marie Lewid And then last week we, we went from there to, uh, astronaut beach house. Remember that we got to the astronaut beach house last week? Oh yeah, we sure um, did. And, uh, that was, that was a, that was a blast. It, it, <laughs> get, get good, it, good one. It? Good. good Yeah. Good, yeah. Uh, it was out of this world. <laughs> no, no. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole it was, episode. it was, it was NASA.
1: Matt, I have, uh, and forgive me for interrupting. What I'm sure was going to be a solid hour and a half. There was more, uh, yeah. Dad jokes around Mm -hmm. rocket rocketry. Um, We have our starting point, but we don't have an ending point, and Mm -hmm. I'm just I'm despondent because I don't think we're going to have a place to go on the podcast, and it's just going to be you know another hour and a half of your rocket humor.
0: Jethro, I am not worried at all, and I'll tell you why, because I have with me today in my pocket right here my good friend
3: steve heaton hey steve how's it going hey what's going on man let me out of this pocket why am come I? Me, come here pocket? come here there you go oh there you go hey. Yeah. Hey. sit up here on the desk there you what's go up, buddy. guys how are you hello steve doing great hey, i'm yes. uh, there's a
1: bit of a forced perspective thing i'm trying to figure out if steve is very tiny or if your <laughs> pocket's very big
3: Oh, I'm just I'm in the back of Matt's room. So it's yeah. like a force. Ah,
1: there you go. I got you. I got you.
3: <laughs> We also
0: painted the lines so it just appears. And as you walk closer, the it's, it's
1: the old Hagrid and Harry Potter uh, phenomenon, I guess. Yeah.
3: I mean, it seems like way too much effort for a non-visual podcast. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, um, no, I know. I'm happy we, to help, you know,
1: we yeah. I mean, if if nothing we are known for unnecessary effort that does not produce results in the actual end program
0: <laughs> right right that's that's actually the definition of a podcast i think exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. um steve thanks so much for for joining us uh today we really appreciate you being here now um uh again i'm not going to surprise anybody when i tell them that i met steve doing improv yeah that i know it's crazy seems to be a
3: common thread yeah
0: a gasp from the audience um yeah steve and i met way way back in 2002. That's right. I think that was 20 uh well it'll be 21 years this year I guess but it was uh a, 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 yeah September maybe August July I don't remember but it was 2002 that that I recall at the um the
3: old Vic in yeah. uh, in in Boston Common Mall. A little comedy sports action absolutely man. Yeah. Times, yeah. 20 yeah. some years ago. Good god. Yeah, right? Isn't that nuts? Uh, Isn't that's that crazy. Nuts? And I've been in your right. pocket the whole time, which is that's just right. insane. That's right. just, just Thanks for the RMs, by the way. They were they no, no got me through some hard time. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh Steve was um Steve is currently uh, you're like twenty five now. So he was like five years old when we met. Uh, he was very, <laughs> very young. And um but but just an uh, incredible, incredible improviser, incredible performer uh from from day one. Um just Kind of blew me away with uh, with the stuff that he would he would come up with. So, um, no, he, he wasn't really that young, but he
3: was very young. How old were you th- so at that point? When, when I like joined, 18? it was it was New Year's Eve of going like 2001 into 2002. So I was 17 and I was still going through high school and finishing up there and then, uh, connection to circumstances and people that we know. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, ended up auditioning and got in and it was, uh, definitely a life-changing event. So yeah, that, that, those were the the beginning years of doing it, uh, kind of professionally, um, so to speak, but yeah, the, the, the summer fall, um, that you came on, there was a whole bunch of great people that, that came on at that time. And you, you guys definitely kind of were the the bigger brothers I never had. So it was uh it was a hell of a time to be alive. It was uh, awesome.
0: Well that's good because I felt like I was learning from you the whole time. So I, I'm you know I, I know that I was stop. significantly older than you, but uh you you definitely knew the craft way better than I did when I started, uh for sure. And then um from there it you you have done all kinds of comedy stuff. Tell, tell us a little bit about like the different groups that you've been involved in uh, aside from that comedy sports
3: thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I did uh, comedy sports, um, which was awesome. And all the fun times we had out there in uh, kind of that Northern Virginia area. And then um, started uh, my own group off the cuff. And so that was uh, with uh, David Sly and we did uh, improv and sketch. And we kind of did like a hybrid version of the two. And so that was a, that was a really good time. And then so um, for God, Last fifteen years, been doing uh, last ham standing, which is in uh, Northern Virginia area, and so we've been doing that and uh, taught it a whole bunch of high schools, and um, that's really where my passion is now. Especially was just with the uh, with the teaching. So, um, but yeah, ta- taught it and did some sketch, and never done the stand up thing that scares the crap out of me. But that's definitely on my bucket list. I need to, I need to at least attempt it to say I did it. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, a whole lot of uh, different travels along the way and touring all over the country, and then following my friends that have moved to different places and, and perform there too. So yeah, improv is, uh, is good for that kind of getting around and, and seeing people and uh, entertaining and always a good time. Yeah. Yeah, for Very sure. Nice. Yeah.
1: Very nice indeed.
3: And as, and as part of this, at one point, didn't you like, did you own or did you just run a movie theater? So yeah, that was crazy. We, uh, it was the Tally Ho theater in the Leesburg, Virginia. And, uh, we ended up, uh, like, renting it. It was just this weird situation where a good buddy of ours, Dave Wright, he was like, Hey, I I found this theater that we could perform at. We're like, great. We had no no idea what to expect. And it was like art deco. It was built in the thirties. It was just this classic um, movie cinema that was going out of business. And so we took that over. And then so shortly after we were thinking, great, we're going to run like a comedy theater. How awesome is this? And then it was like, well, no, to actually keep the lights on, we need to like play movies. So then we had to quickly figure out and like barter with studios and like sign our lives away and, uh, pursue it. And like, you know, signing a contract with Sony on it and you're, you know, 23, just trying to figure out who you are. And you're like, oh crap, this, uh, it seems like I'm on the hook for a lot. Um, <laughs> but we ended up like hiring, you know, 15, 20 employees. And it was this thing that was supposed to be this, you know, little comedy pipe dream. And it became this big, uh, big deal for us, at least uh, for the, for a good, like five-year stretch. Uh, but yeah. That, yeah, it was absolutely insane. Like we had no business, no credentials to be there, but um, it's kind of like the improv philosophy, right? You just show up and you're like, all right, well, here we are. Let me yes. And it and try to figure this out. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah yeah for sure yeah it was and, great and it do you do you look later. back on that time fondly i i, I do i do and That's at fun. the time it was like super stressful, of course, right, and that kind of uh, goes with it, and then you know retrospectively you look back and you're like oh man those are those are really good times and just crazy chaos and midnight premieres and movies and then doing shows and yeah, it was absolutely insane, but uh yeah, it was really really good time, very cool, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was a fun place. And so, and then you've you followed the logical path. Uh, you've you've continued on as a performer, and now your full-time gig is um very closely related
3: to the arts and performing, right? <laughs> uh, no, not at all. Not oh, at all. Um, so no? eventually something magical happened when I hit 35 and I was like, you know what? Um the door's closing if I ever want to pursue any kind of military thing. So let me just give it a shot. Uh so I am now in the Air National Guard. And that's like my full time job, which is weird because you tell people like Air National Guard, they're like, oh yeah, that's like the you know one weekend a month thing, and you're like, well, kind of, except sometimes it, it's full time. Um, so I do uh, emergency and disaster preparedness. So all those times on stage when scenes were going horribly, horribly wrong, I knew I was preparing for something, and it was uh, it was a different life, yeah. But uh, emergency and disaster management, so it's you know helping out domestically, you know, natural disasters, and then uh, inter internationally, you know, helping out and making sure people know how to wear gas masks and. You know, deal with hazardous situations. So, yeah, it's it's a complete 180 from anything I've done before, but that's kind of the the way I roll. It's just like, all right, well, let's figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy, though.
1: Yeah, I imagine not not a lot of opportunity for doing bits when you're (laughs) helping a child put on a
3: gas mask. (laughs) Oh yeah the colonels don't like the bits as much <laughs> um but i mean
1: if the military is famous for anything it's it's their their sense of uh embracing chaos and spontaneity and humor yeah right? no
3: absolutely yeah mm-hmm. no it's it, it's definitely been a a, a change but we, we you know we were talking about like the the times looking back and, and thinking of fondly and stuff and like the the times we were in arlington jethro the stories i could tell you about matt oh, oh my i'd goodness. love to hear him i'd love to hear him cause... yeah i mean we, we have a couple hours right so oh
1: yeah
0: yeah, it's uh, it's a great time. Well, but uh, yeah, like I said, uh, just amazing, amazing performer, uh, Steve. Here, I always, always enjoy doing shows with you, man. Uh, you just came up to uh, Pittsburgh a couple weeks ago, actually, and we did a show. Uh, with with off the cuff, you and Dave Sly were up here and um, we did a show. So if anybody caught that, uh, if you were one of the ten people that saw that show, um, you uh, you are in luck because it was uh, it
3: was great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time for G- sure.
1: G-, yeah. G Matt, I wish I wish I could come in from out of town and do a show with you.
3: You do? Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, you should definitely do that. You should come from um, from. Uh, uh, oh, what's the places you're living now? uh, well, uh the it's just, just the, it's just it's town. a place
1: it's, it's connected with one of the roads
0: yeah uh, what was the name of it again you keep uh oh, i keep forgetting the name
1: no you haven't forgotten i i explicitly haven't mentioned it to you ah, damn it uh, I
0: keep trying to trick you into that um well yeah uh you should you should come you should come uh and do a show uh jethro how,
1: how's january 21st looking for you
0: january 21st that's uh that's only like uh 11 days from now you want to yeah wanna i know come? right you want to yeah. come and do a show on the twenty first? Let's do a show. Right. Okay, you want to you want to do this show?
1: Let's let's do it, but let's reimagine it for the stage.
0: All right, let's do it. Let's do a let's at Arcade Comedy Theater eight o'clock. Let's say Saturday sure. the twenty
1: first. I love it. Sounds great. All right,
0: that's that's fine. I'll see you there. We'll we'll do uh, we'll do this show there, Steve. If you want to come up, uh, you know, yeah. we'll save you a seat and everything. You can you yeah. can watch us live. In fact, Absolutely. you know what? You know who else? Um, we should invite to do that. Jethro is uh, who? Rick
1: Seaback. I'd love to invite Rick yeah, C. back.
0: we should have Rick. Uh, you know what? Done. He'll, he'll be he'll be there.
1: Wow, that's pretty yeah. ballsy of you.
0: Nope, that's what I'm. That. i calling him right Very now. popular
1: guy. He's he's he a man about town. He's always got various commitments. So yeah, he could be A major get if we could get him.
0: That's true. Well, go to theater dot com. Uh, click on the ticket link there and get your tickets to the um drunkard's walk first drunkard's walk live. There
1: I can't. You go. Wow, I can't yeah. believe we put this together that's that quickly. Awesome. That was amazing. Well,
0: you know, you do what you got to do. So there you go. Well, Steve, uh, we love talking to you, but we have to go on this walk, and in order to do that, we have to go somewhere, and you are the one who is responsible for telling
3: us where we're headed. So what did you bring us today for a destination, buddy? I am pumped. So this is, uh, the, where I'm going to send you is a person, and it's Dudley Riggs. Do you guys know Dudley Riggs?
0: Um, I, I do not. Is that R-I-G-G Riggs?
3: Uh, R-I-G-G-S. Yeah, oh, Dudley R-I-G-G-S. R-I-G-G-S.
0: Sorry, yes. Okay.
3: Who's Dudley Riggs being an improv nerd uh, back in like the early fifties. Dudley Riggs was, uh, he he was essentially worked for the circus. So him and his family worked for the circus. And so they were with uh, Ringling brothers and and Barnum and Bailey as well. And they did um, just aerialist acts. He was like vaudeville comedian. He was really young when he started. Um, But how it kind of connects with improv is that, um, the rumor has it is that during like hostile performances, so the audience was drunk or just raucous, and they were they were creating a big scene. He would then take the things that were frustrating the audience or ask them mm-hmm. about their town, and just essentially take suggestions. That's all he was doing, but taking these suggestions and then creating these impromptu scenes. And so, based on that, he created kind of his own theater, and so it was this uh, instant uh, theater company. And then took that to New York, eventually came back to Minneapolis where they settled. Um, and then that's what formed the brave new workshop, which is out in Minneapolis. So kind wow. of a cool story, but yeah, guy kept kind of taking that negative and turning it into a positive that always resonated with me. But Dudley Riggs is a real cool dude. If you ever have the time to, to look him up. Very yeah, cool. Well, I've, well
0: we're uh, going to look him up today. Actually, yeah. we're going to, hopefully, hopefully we'll get, get to page. Yeah. 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 we'll get to hear a little bit more about, him. well, that's awesome. So you said this is, he was around in the fifties. Is that when he first started
3: performing or is that like, is it so, just no. the fifties or? He, he was before that. So he was doing the, the the circus stuff. He actually started when he was like five years old and then eventually oh. kind of like stand around and like his uh, parents um, would do a whole bunch of aerial acts. And so he kind of spot them and move stuff around. But then eventually, of course, became part of the act. Uh, okay. But that was in the by the early 50s is kind of when he got the, the, the comedy thing off the ground. So he's, he's definitely an improv pioneer that not a lot of people know about. Gotcha.
1: Did he did he it sounds like he did not go through the the traditional uh, Second City Root of
3: so it's funny so when he got the theater established he does have some connections to dell close and then so part okay. of his touring company would also tour with some of the second city folks and so there is a connection there with the dell family of improv and uh this guy Dudley ranks so he, cool. he he kind of featured on a couple different uh stages well Not brave
1: a- new brave new workshop is, is legendarily uh, well respected in Improv and comedy circles. I've never Absolutely. been to it myself, but it's definitely on my list.
3: I haven't been either, but yeah, another another bucket list item for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. enough I mean, I know generally history improv stuff. When did uh Jethro? You'll know this for sure, and I'm sure Steve, you do too. When did Second City start? When when did that all get established?
1: Um, the exact year I'm gonna I no ish just, ish I, uh, late 50s late, late 50s, 50s, 50s okay. uh gotcha, is okay. I believe when they were founded because I think they just had their like 65th anniversary. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, it's they. It was the Compass Players first, but that was like in the mm-hmm. mid fifties, and then eventually Bernie Sollins after he saw that the Compass worked, he founded the Second City okay. Okay. thereafter.
3: Yeah, December
0: sixteenth, nineteen fifty nine. There we go. Oh, oh, wow! So very late, very late fifties.
1: <laughs> very only only a couple weeks left in the fifties. Yeah, that's right.
0: That well, that's awesome. This this is a person I've never heard of before, but uh, clearly is a, is. Uh, an ancestor of uh, of us all, um, <laughs> in in the in kind of um, helping develop the form of improv. I'm sure. Um, that's cool. That's cool, man. How did you
3: hear of this
0: person? How have you? How are you even just, familiar with Dudley
3: Riggs? Just doing some, just doing some research and uh, doing some reading, and then came across it. And I was like, I've never heard of this guy's name. And of course, the the Brave New Workshop I've heard of out in Minneapolis. But I was like, I'd never heard of Dudley Riggs. And then um, it's kind of more like almost like your show, right? It's like the more you dig in, the more you discover. You're like, holy crap! So, uh, yeah. yeah, this guy's definitely played a big role uh, in improv. So, very cool.
0: Yeah, well, that's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for this. Absolutely, for this thank you. This topic. Uh, we're gonna try to get there from Astronaut Beach House, um, which I haven't looked at again. But as I recall, uh, does not have a lot of links out of it, so it will it will be a little bit of a challenge. But we will, well, yeah, we will do it. We we'll we get there. Pro- we promise you, we will find our way there. Um, But again, thanks so much and uh, thanks for being on. And hopefully we'll have you back up here in Pittsburgh again, do some more performing. Hopefully I'll come back down and uh, do some more shows with you guys. Uh, Steve, it's always a pleasure to see you, man. Hey, thank you guys so much. Good luck. Cheers. Thanks. Take care. All right, Jethro. So it it is Astronaut Beach House to Dudley Riggs. uh, But before we go... We've got to make some predictions. And uh, I don't know about you, but I'm having a little drink tonight. Uh, so oh, yeah. Talk a little bit about that.
1: Oh, boy. What are you yeah. having there? What do you, you got there in the old glass? Uh,
0: I got, uh, so this is, this is a new bottle I got for, for Christmas this year uh, from my wonderful parents. It's New Riff single barrel. Um, and if you recall, New Riff is what uh, our guest uh, Ryan Warner was drinking when he gave us the suggestion, the infamous suggestion. Of postmodern jukebox. Ah, yes. uh, White Whale. Uh, yeah. So I have never tried this before, but it is 106.2 proof. Woo, look at so you. you. You know I like those those high proof uh, bourbons, and um, this is no exception. It it is quite tasty, and uh, it has notes of. Um, uh, salmon and so some in bottom. Oh, I love those! Taste, you can Fantastic taste a little notes. bit of in there, and uh, yeah, it's, it's got a very mouth feel to it. Wow. Um, so yeah, so really good, really fun. Wow. And in addition to this, um, I also got some of those whiskey rocks, like those those like metal Uh uh-huh ice cubes that you put in uh i'm not using those though because i tried using those last night and uh almost bashed my teeth out so i don't understand how you're supposed to drink with those but um...
1: i yeah i got some of those a couple christmases (laughs) ago and uh they quickly fell into disuse yeah Uh, Yeah, i I just don't i don't think they serve their purpose better than a big obnoxious spherical ice
0: cube Uh, yes the pretentious ice ball that's that's my favorite Uh, well how about you man what do you what
1: Uh, I'm having a little uh, two buck Chuck, as they say, a little Charles Shaw mm. Nouveau, because oh, yes. uh, and you can't get this normally at the Trader Joe's in uh, Pittsburgh. But when I no you can't when I used to live in uh, California, they had two, two two buck Chuck aplenty, and here in Michigan they have two buck Chuck aplenty, and uh, it's it's great to be able to buy to buy wine at a grocery store. So there you go. Matt, are you are you is the screen frozen? No what
0: you just said you're in michigan what i did oh no what a yeah! fuck let's hear it for two chuck helping me oh, out boy there we go there yeah. we go but you know
1: it's a big state yes that is shaped <laughs> like a hand and good luck finding Oh, me because it's a massive state
0: uh, but are you on, on the upper peninsula because that's a thing right the up are you on I, the up i
1: i is that a, is that like the tv network that shows dawson's creek
0: uh no that was the wb
1: okay but they're both two letters so you can the see my
0: computer had an n on the end of it and that's where you could watch voyager i believe ah. star trek voyager
1: uh, speaking of voyager we yeah. need to voyage from astronaut beach house do we to a place far far away good one uh a man by the name of dudley riggs so should uh, we uh,
0: should we make one. a prediction even though it's not going to matter
1: Oh yeah, we should. It, it matters, Matt. Okay. It matters. Okay. Because well, even doesn't. though it's not going to affect the outcome of the season, yet, oh, okay, it still matters. It's an opportunity for me to make you feel bad once again.
0: <laughs> Thanks, man. Or, I'm glad you think of it that way.
1: Or vice versa. Like oh, it's cool. it's sure. like you're a it's like you're a gunslinger who's already been shot fatally in the gut, and you know you're going to die, but mm. you can still get one off on me. And won't that make <laughs> you feel better as you pass? Away?
0: I I love getting one off on you. That's One of my favorite Uh, things to do.
1: I'm going to not touch that.
0: Getting one off on Jeff. All right. Yes, sir. So
1: the Astronaut Beach House. Yes. uh, Astronaut Beach House. Is incredibly small. Incredibly. Uh, Yeah. I hadn't hadn't
0: even looked back at it, and I'm looking at it now, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight links out of here.
1: All right. So let's just go through them one by one. All right. So uh, Cape Canaveral, Florida is the first link. That's out because it's geographic, right?
0: Oh, okay. I, I, gosh, I thought it was Cape Canaveral was one link and Florida was another. So it's early on seven, no. but yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so right. yeah, we Na- don't want to go NASA, through geography. Yeah.
1: NASA is one, but again, we mm-hmm. got here and we got to rockets through NASA. So you going through NASA feels like treading the same water and we owe more to the listener. I
0: think. Well, we did not actually go through NASA. Let's be clear.
1: Okay. But the same idea, uh, well, well okay, but, things that were connected oh, right. to
0: NASA. We went through the right, Kennedy Space fun. Center. We went through right. uh, the space shuttle so program. So the Kennedy Space
1: Center is another yep. link. So it that's is. out. Yep. Yep. And that's it's purple because yep. we went yep. through it coming here. We did. Uh, yep. Eminent Domain is listed.
0: Ah, here, yes. Which, who
1: knows, maybe when the Brave New Workshop was founded, <laughs> the city of Minneapolis <laughs> used Eminent Domain to seize some of the land.
2: Hmm. Possibly, uh, oh sorry.
1: But... That only happens for sports stadiums. I'm sorry. Yeah, they don't, also they don't build improv theaters the same way.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it would be on a page about eminent domain either, even fair, if that was fair, the case. Fair but, enough. Yeah.
1: So astronauts is listed here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh uh astronauts famously not improvisers because astronauts uh have uh skills that are in demand in the job market.
0: Sure, so, sure, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh and then we've got uh 40 and 41, which are both uh launch pads launch in pads, the
0: yeah.
1: Cape Canaveral. Uh, complex so those don't seem to be uh, particularly of use to us
0: nope and that's it so that's, that's, that's it all of those them. are all the links that's all uh, the so links
1: of that modest hodgepodge yep what do you like astronauts you like why do you like astronauts
0: well i'll tell you jethro uh astronauts here uh refers to people uh, so they are people, much like uh, Dudley Riggs was a person. Um, and my and my feeling is that if we go from a, a profession of some kind, perhaps we'll be able to get into other professions. Um, also, I ha- I think that astronauts is going to be a fairly large page. Uh, eminent domain might be as well, but astronauts to me just feels like a little more fun than eminent domain. So that's that's where I'm going with it.
1: Wait, you don't want to you don't want to look at the uh, the uh, seizure of of privately held land by the government.
0: I mean, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I never want to look at it. I'm just saying that right now, it's just not, it's not tickling my fancy.
1: Yeah. I I mean, but to me, it it, it feels like it's, it's casting a wider net than astronauts is.
0: Oh, really? You think so? Yeah.
1: Because eminent domain gets invoked. There's a case law history. There's a history behind it. There's, Mm. uh, examples of its usage for Mm. various things, which,
0: so you hope anyway,
1: uh, well, I think it's likely. Uh, but that, that casts a broader net than astronauts, which is really just, here are the you know few dozen people who've been, been into space.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, but astronauts, if we do start getting into specific examples, there have been a lot of astronauts that have been involved in pop culture and on television shows and featured in different things because... They were popular at particular times. And so I think that we can get from astronauts into something like comedy and comedy performance and improv easier than we can get into it through a minute domain. I
1: don't know. No. I don't know. No. seems like a very narrow, narrow uh, exit for us. <laughs>
0: all right well if you if you really feel that eminent domain is a better path I I will follow it uh but I, I do mean, not think it is as much fun I, so. I,
1: I will say they're they're both shitty paths so oh, for sure I, for I sure. freely confess to that yeah. Yeah. but given the amount of astronaut uh and uh space exploration stuff we've done over the last few weeks I okay feel like okay getting away right. from that uh is uh, more varied I'm thinking about your binge listener here Matt
0: sure the person sure. who just right. got out
1: of prison and who's like <laughs> I gotta catch up. Just got walk. out.
0: Why yeah. were they listening while they were in prison, Mo's? Ah, uh, because
1: because it's a prison and you don't have freedom of podcast listening mm, as much. Yeah. So, Dave Foreman, I should I should admit that on a couple of those times where he went screaming through the streets holding yeah. a raccoon's paw, yes. he did he didn't get he didn't get convicted of assault or murder, but he got some minor weapons charges. And you know he he's done a, a stint or two. A Stint, uh,
0: yes, uh, indeed,
1: in some of the local prisons,
0: but All that's right. not going to keep him. Up. look eminent domain then you say let's, and i I, I like your argument to, uh the about the fact that we've done it uh done a lot with the space program so i'm 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 happy to follow eminent domain which takes us it. actually to eminent domain in the united states
1: oh boy that's a problem uh,
0: in case that's a problem uh now you know about it and and not a super long page i will say it is um, not but there it are some not. examples on here so that's so that's good indeed here we go uh, I see Centralia Pennsylvania on here Look which of course is geographical, so I wouldn't wouldn't uh, spend too much time even looking at it but uh, it is on here
1: I see Thomas Jefferson do you I see I do under under the history uh he favored mm-hmm. eliminating all remnants of feudalism and strove for alloidal ownership
0: yeah yeah
1: uh, and alloidial ownership as we all know is a uh, mm-hmm. constitutes ownership of real property that is independent of any superior landlord alloidal title is related to the concept of land held in allodium or land ownership by occupancy and defense of the land.
0: Sure, sure. You know, you say it and it sounds exciting.
1: Hi, well, you know, for me it's 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 written on my heart and I just repeat. It, I'm
0: sure. You know. I'm sure that it is. Um I do there's a lot of uh links to different amendments in here. Um and and I know we're not going to go through geography, but gosh, there is a Chicago, Burlington, and Quincy Railroad Company versus City of Chicago on here. And Chicago, Whoa. famously known for its improv.
1: It's true. Um, a- and I will say, though, that's not going through geography because that is a, a specific legal case that is referenced in the link.
0: It It is. But, but I think out of that, we would be going through Chicago. Who's right? to say,
1: Matt? Who's to say? Hmm. Let's not. Let's not uh, uh, prejudge what wonderful links we might find on that page. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, that's I'm just that's saying fair. keep, keep it fair. open. Keep it open. Keep it open. Uh,
0: okay. All right. Capital gains tax is on here. Incarcerated, I see, on here as well.
1: There we go. Ooh. President George W. Bush, both of which uh, are, are linked here, uh, due to the uh, Kilo mm. versus New London decision, yes. which was a, yeah. uh, a famous uh, Supreme Court decision that came down. Uh uh, about uh, eminent domain.
0: I see some names of some companies in here. You got uh, General Dynamics Electric Boat is on here. It was a sub uh, subsidiary of General Dynamics Corporation and Pfizer is linked on here as well. I wonder if there's a way through something like that slums. Know. Wow, mm. the word slum is oh <laughs> God, let's let's uh, never mind. Let's not go through that. Um. Gosh, I don't uh public use, bill of rights, constitution, uh yes. none of these are professional sports team, I guess or just sports teams on here as is professional sports. Um copyrights. Hey, we could get back to copyrights if we wanted to.
1: Yeah, we we that's a that's a a well-known path that takes us through parity that we know we can go yeah. through.
0: Patents, trade Trade secrets, excuse me, trade secrets is on here. Trade secrets. Oh, I wonder if trade secrets is a way to go. How so? Well, uh, you know, performing and things like that, like that's kind of a trade. And I wonder if there's a, if there's trade secrets, if there would be like um, examples of performers who have trade secrets, which would get us into uh, that type of uh, area. Interesting. Interesting. Think about that.
1: Uh, I mean, there's certainly performers with trade secrets, but I mostly think of magicians when I think of that.
0: Okay. So be it. Then, then let it be a magician that, that we go through. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's, that's somewhat connected to comedy. Ah. Vaudeville. Well, it's definitely connected to Vaudeville, right? I mean, there's, there's definitely some magicians in, in the Vaudeville acts. We're doing illusions.
1: That's fair. There's a link to the Texas A&M university school of law. Which mm-hmm. I did not attend, but shout out to my alma mater, Texas <laughs> A&M.
0: Yeah, there you go. Hello. So what do you think? What do you think? What do you like here?
1: Well, I tell you what. George W. Bush was the subject of much comedy. Uh, so I do like him.
0: We've, uh, been through, we've been through a lot of presidents, I feel. We like have. This. We have.
1: We have. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, I do like the... Um, I do like the court case that you mentioned about Chicago, Burlington, and Quincy Railroad Company, mm-hmm. the city of Chicago. Oh. Sh- Chicago is always a fun place to be. Uh... <laughs> uh, Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights would get us to First Amendment, which could definitely get us to mm. comedic expression. Interesting. I'm thinking uh, George Carlin and or Lenny Bruce mm. that is probably mm-hmm. the, the most prominent examples thereof
0: sure sure well i don't mind that that's that's not so bad i uh, the other ones i'm not uh, you, you don't have me too sold on a uh, bill of rights through to to freedom of speech maybe i i mean i still i still kind of like trade secrets man i, I kind of feel like that might be a fun thing to go through but
2: i i, I, I feel I see... like the
1: performing arts are going to be more associated with first amendment than trade secrets trade secrets mm. is like the manufacturing process for yeah. graphite extract and shit I, like that. That's I understand. less I understand. exciting.
0: Generally speaking, it's, it's stuff more like that. Yes. I, I would agree with you.
1: Whereas freedom of speech performance, uh, it's a much bigger overlap in the Venn diagram of those two concepts.
2: Mm hmm.
0: hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, but you get get the bill of rights, then you get to get a freedom of speech. It's, it's, it's a lot of links. Um,
1: two, it's two, it's well, two it's, links. It's more than, clear.
0: it's, it's more than one to get into it's, what we're actually trying to get to, right. Which would be freedom. It, yeah, of speech. it's,
1: it's more It's it's more than the one that you're imagining would exist.
0: No, no, no. Page. What I'm saying is if we're trying to get to freedom of speech, it's two to get to freedom of speech from here, right? Versus if we think that there is something on one of these pages that already relates to comedy, that already relates to improv, instead of having to go from Bill of Rights to freedom of speech to then find something that is connected to comedy— we can cut out a link there. That's what I'm saying. Um, I mean,
1: for all I know, the capital steps might be listed on the Bill of Rights page because those folks are always <laughs> churning out Washington-based well, zingers one after the other. That's possible.
0: That's, that's certainly have you, possible. Have
1: you ever seen the capital steps?
0: Uh, Jethro, I dated one of the capital steps. What? It's true. You did. <laughs> I did. I did. How did that work? Uh, fine. Okay. She was a great girl.
1: All right. And and, and uh, I'm not what,
0: married to her, so that yeah. you know, you, no, no, you do the I math.
1: It. I got it. So at so I take it you've seen the Capital Steps shows.
0: I have seen one of the Capital Steps shows, whichever one they were doing at that time, call it two thousand
1: and as a as a
0: seasoned six, seven eight.
1: as a seasoned comedy performer, yeah, and, and creator, what is your appraisal of the Capital Steps as a comedy product?
0: Um, I think that it's it 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 serves its audience well.
1: That's a very measured statement.
0: Well, it's true. I mean, there is a, there is a certain audience that goes to see the Capitol Steps, and they love it.
1: It feels like it's a corporate show for people yes. in the politics industry.
0: For sure. Where if you and, if you were
1: doing a plumber's convention, you'd be talking about sprockets, and they'd be going crazy. Yes, it's the right. same thing for, yeah. for that.
0: yeah. Well, and anybody that comes to anybody that's 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 on a DC tour, right, yeah. and that is over the age of say fifty, uh, maybe fifty five. Um, they, they're going to get taken to that show and they are going to, uh, it's going to be a hoot for them because, uh, you know, it makes fun of the politicians and all, whatever. I mean, I, I wrote a sketch, um, around that same time that made fun of <laughs> the Capitol steps because of that exact same, uh, my, did, my feeling. About did you, well. did
1: you have a, was, was there a, a group that was the target of your parody that had a name different than the Capitol steps?
0: Uh, I forget what we did. There was, but I can't remember the name of it now. It was a long time ago, man. All
1: right, we'll That's, get cir- can, circle back to me on that. I'll
0: see if I can find it. I'll see if I can track down the sketch and I'll send it.
1: Good deal. You. All right, so we agree, bill of rights is the way to go. Uh,
0: we don't agree on that, but um,
1: well, we've got to agree. We can't move forward if we don't agree. So I say bill of rights. What do you say? You say
0: yeah.
1: Trade I'm secrets. I'm just making
0: sure. Well, I yeah. So for a second, I was gonna try to suggest the California Supreme Court hoping that there were entertainment um, cases that would have gone through there that could have gotten us in to that thing. So what do you think about that? The California Supreme court with a lot of I th- Los Angeles I th- being in so, California.
1: So I agree with you that California is a place where a lot of entertainment stuff happens, having mm-hmm. lived there and having been excluded roundly from that industry. Uh, mm-hmm. sure. But I will conversely say that because that is a place where a lot of entertainment stuff happens, that that is a jurisdiction that is less likely to prosecute the entertainment industry because of its political heft being such an important industry. It's like, you would think Nevada, like, oh, there's got to be a lot of gambling lawsuits there. No, because the politicians are all bought and paid for by the dominant gambling industry. So the Nevada Supreme Court probably sees less gambling lawsuits per capita than, say, a Mississippi or a Louisiana.
0: Right. I'm referring more to the fact that there are performers who live in California who have, uh, been, 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 uh, convicted of, um, or at least at the very least accused of other things that aren't related to the entertainment industry, but they are entertainers themselves.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I'm I'm referring to. That, okay, yeah, that, that kind of stuff would happen, but I don't know that those types of things, A, would make, if, if they're just like, you know, you know, possession of weed or something that like those are going to make it to the california supreme court uh, no yeah i know i
0: I, I hear you um okay well uh, then we agree bill of rights i don't agree with that but i've um, worn you down
1: though i've worn you down well i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna follow it only because we need to keep moving forward but uh, i I don't i don't think it's a great idea
1: i'll take the win bill of rights it is all right the united states bill of rights comprises the first 10 amendments to the united states constitution we got so much going on here. It's amazing. There's a background. There's a whole list and application of text. Oh my goodness. Is there? There is. And I'm gonna go straight I'm gonna jump straight to the first amendment.
0: The first amendment.
1: That's right. Freedom of speech, freedom of the press. It okay. is the first amendment because it is the amendment on which everything else uh is is based. If you lose all of your rights and you still have the freedom of speech, you can regain all of your other rights.
2: Sure. Or and so, I've, you,
1: been told, so I've been told. Do you
0: do you see anything there under that section that uh, refers to what we're? I mean, other than just freedom of speech, do you see anything that is a little more connected to what we're looking for here?
1: Oh no, not at all. Not oh. at all. <laughs> cool. oh, I like freedom. Of, I like freedom of speech uh, as a place to go. <laughs> do you? Yeah. This this do section is just... is briefer than I would have hoped. Oh, uh, cool. I will. I will say though that there is a link to a main article, First Amendment to the United States co- Constitution, which I yeah. think is going to be a fully fleshed out exploration of the history and the ramifications. Which that page, I think, would be chockablock.
2: Hmm. And
1: I'll. And I don't use the word chock-a-block lightly.
2: With, is that even um, a word? Is that? It, oh, that's it's hyphenated? hyphenated. Is that a it's, hyphenated word?
1: Oh, I never hyphenated. it. Oh, okay. I, we've got a hyphen shortage here in Michigan, so I I, I mm.
2: keep those for when I need
0: them. It's It must be yeah. so freeing for you to now be able to say that you're in Michigan.
1: It is. It's been, it's been hell on me. <laughs> shout it from the, r- the rooftops. I bet. But you still don't know what, what city. So there we go.
0: Oh, there's only one there, isn't there? No, there's, there's Michigan. at least three cities. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Detroit, little Detroit and Detroit city. Detroit rock city. That's one of them. I know that. That's,
1: that's. It is, that is a, a phrase.
0: Uh. <laughs> um, so I am seeing a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, geography on this page. <laughs> we could get into uh, probably at uh, least Minnesota, if not Minneapolis from here. Yeah. Oh, there's Minnesota. I, yeah, there's near versus Minnesota. There's another court case for you, which you you, you seemed to like that idea last time. So you want to go through a court case? There's a Minnesota one now. Is there now? Yeah,
1: I mean, you, 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 you were strong when I was weak, Matt. You were strong mm. in yeah. pushing back against it because we knew that we would sully ourselves. Yeah, getting out of it,
0: it, it would be the problem, right? That's yeah, the, yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, li-
1: I like First Amendment to the United States Constitution as our like.
0: Oh, it's I, just it. It feels like we're just going from one. Uh, well, I guess we're. I guess right now we're in the Bill of Rights. Huh? We're not really in the first. Cor- correct. First Amendment. Correct. Um, oh, I see Griswold. Oh no, it's Griswold. Versus Connecticut, I thought uh, I thought maybe we had a, a connection to uh, a comedy movie there for a second. That's right. Uh,
1: did, did Clark Clark Griswold <laughs> sue to have his movie released exactly. in Connecticut? Is that what?
0: That's what I was hoping for. Um, we hold these truths. What's that? A celebration of the 150th anniversary of the United States Bill of Rights was an hour-long radio program that explored American values and aired live on December 15th, 1941. Hey, this is a radio program. Mm. I kinda like that. Getting into entertainment from there. Do you now? My kinda, yeah. How about the National Archives Building? That's gotta that's gotta have some archives of uh comedy. Ugh. No, yeah, you didn't follow? Nope, not with me? Okay.
1: No, no, I'm oh, sorry, I was looking at the page, trying to find
0: Uh Library of Congress is not here anywhere, is it? I guess it probably wouldn't be.
1: Why? Did Dudley Riggs have a comedy album in the Library of Congress.
0: Well, I mean, Library of Congress has connections to all kinds of, uh, you know, performers and uh, recordings and things like that. So, you know, I think that there's a there's there's a path through that for sure. If you happen to see that, do you happen to see that anywhere?
1: I mean, there, there's paths through everything. It's a mm. question of what what are we going to do here?
0: Um, there's also exceptions to first right to First Amendment protections. Uh, do you think that there would be anything on there where it was where, like, you know, for a while, they wouldn't let you say certain words on television and things like that?
1: Uh, where is this link to
0: uh, the exceptions? It is under First Amendment. Uh, it says these rulings are also defined, also defined a series of exceptions of first to First Amendment protections. And that is linked. Uh,
1: I'm not saying where. Not, not that the, much
0: in that section. Um, It's in the. Uh, call it the second real paragraph, uh, not counting the quote that's there. So starting... the one
1: that starts Everson v. Board of Education?
0: Yes, exactly. Um, go ah, three lines down and there it is.
1: Mm. I, think think the, that? I think the problem with that mm-hmm. is that comedy and, and theater mm-hmm. are all protected speech. And I think uh, the well, things that are likely to be unprotected speech are going to be things like you know libel and slander and incitement to violence and things like that that are not uh part of the target of what we're going for they certainly were disputed in particular times but they mm-hmm. are now seen from a modern perspective as protected speech mm-hmm. in a way that the the legal consensus currently is things like you know threats of violence are not are are, are absolute exceptions to the first amendment yeah.
0: Well, Whereas still, George there's, Carlin there's,
1: saying fuck is not.
0: Yeah. Well, well, but you can't, I mean, there's still stuff you can't say on television, right? So.
1: But that's not, that, I, I mean, I understand. That's,
0: I understand. You're saying it's a different type of thing, but I just wonder if it's connected at all. Might not be. Yeah.
1: Might not yeah,
2: be, at all. Yeah. Might be
1: I, I, I think the First Amendment to the United States Constitution is the broader thing that is going to have links to more of those sort of disputed things, hmm. including hmm. the George Carlin case. Which was a landmark Supreme Court case that was definitive.
0: All right, all right. Well, then. Uh, then but I'm open. Uh, but
1: I'm open if you feel strongly about another link.
0: No, no, I don't feel strongly about it. Um, and what did you say? Which What's the actual link we're looking at? The oh, First main Amendment article.
1: to the United States Constitution, main article.
0: Okay. All right. Let's go.
1: All right. Here we are. So many wonderful things here.
0: First Amendment. So and yeah, there's a lot. Of, there, there's a lot of stuff.
1: All sorts of stuff. Internet speech, commercial speech, compelled speech, memoirs of convicted criminals, defamation, private action, freedom of the press.
0: Mm-hmm. So many
1: great things.
0: Yeah. Anything about performing or performers? C- or- I, see, I see circumcision. Uh, that is, is a list here. Do you? Yeah. Stay with me. Jethro, uh, put your uh, pants back on. Fe- love god! Listen,
1: c- listen, the... Premium subscribers are getting what they paid for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're getting something.
1: Indeed. Huh? Um, there's a lot on here. It's it's huge. It's absolutely huge.
0: Again, put your pants back on. This oh, I was ridiculous. talking about my pants. That's, I that's, know, I that's what it. that was about. Um, I don't. Uh, okay. So I see. Well, that's this is I see uh, books. I see obscenity. There's a whole section on obscenity um Is there? there's the, there's the old i know it when i see it quote about um pornography defining pornography uh but it's not but there's nothing in here it's i see james joyce's ulysses i see later Ch- lady chatterley's lover by dh lawrence there we go uh but there's nothing there's nothing on here about there's nothing on here about like comedians or George Carlin or anything along those lines.
1: It is disappointing because I'd very much hope that there would be.
0: Oh, man.
1: (laughs) We're stuck. We're trapped. Uh, We're trapped.
2: uh,
0: So there's a different path. Should have done a different thing. There's
1: Hustler Magazine versus Falwell. That's listed here.
0: Yeah. That's That's fine. That's not particular. Well, I suppose that could get us into the movie, right?
1: Could be. Could be. Um that gets oh us to uh Miloš Forman Foreman, which gets us to man in the moon,
0: which gets us <laughs> oh to Andy Kaufman, so, oh my gosh, such a long oh, wait a minute
1: here it is here it is here it what? is FCC commission versus Pacifica Foundation, oh, uh because the Pacifica radio folks played George Carlin's seven words you can't say on television
0: oh, over the okay. radio,
1: and the FCC sued them, and that's the one that gets us to George Carlin,
0: okay. Okay. Which
1: gets us to comedy.
0: Okay. Uh, so that's a good thing to know.
1: So that's an option.
0: It is. And again, it's a, it's a good option. I'm I'm, I'm
1: open. I'm open if you see something better.
0: Well, I do. I do just see that, that Hustler magazine on its own is linked here. I don't think it's a quicker path to comedy. Um, but it is like more, a more modern uh, pop culture type reference than say Ulysses. Um,
1: it's, fa- it's fair, but do we, do we really want to take our listeners through Hustler magazine?
0: N- no, no. Well, I also don't think that it's going to help us. I mean, I, I think that, I think that the, uh, this lawsuit is going to, would, would get us to, to comedy more quickly than Hustler yeah, would. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I honestly, I don't even know. Like, I know that, that Playboy was famous for having like humorous columns and things like that in it. Aside from just naked ladies, Hustler, I don't really know much about no. other than the uh, naked ladies. So, so-
1: so I've actually temped at both the Playboy Corporation and at Hustler. What? I
0: I how, how did that happen?
1: So I was I was a temp for many years in Chicago, which is the mm-hmm. home of the corporate headquarters of Playboy magazine. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: I I temped in like their marketing department or something for like three days or something. Oh, okay. And actually, while I was there, uh, they had like a bound volumes of all of their. Uh, of all of their stuff. And I actually read uh, Lenny Bruce's autobiography because it was published serially in Playboy uh, while I was there. So that was fun. Right.
0: and then, right. In Playboy, right. In Playboy. Yes, yes.
1: in Playboy. So um, yeah. And Hustler is not known for that. It is known <laughs> for being lowest common denominator. Uh, I see. Incredibly explicit uh, sexual material. Um, and the level of sophistication of their humor is somewhere around the range of like an 11 year old uh, mm. uh, boy whose father doesn't love him.
0: Oh, so uh, good Lord. yeah, it, okay. it
1: is. It's a terrible, they, I mean, they have, they have what they think of as comedic material mm-hmm. in that uh, astute uh, publication, but it is, it is not sophisticated or, nor would we um, enrich our lives by focusing on it any further than we already have.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. All right. Well, then then we will move on from that uh, pretty quickly. Uh, I'm just I'm just looking through real quickly here to see if there's anything else that I can see that makes more sense or that gets us into comedy more quickly. Um, I'm not seeing anything yet. Uh, I have a feeling I'm not going to find anything, but um, I'm just, I just want to make sure that I ch- there's a lot of uh, court cases in here um, mm-hmm. and not not as many other things. Link. There are other things linked. I mean, there are, and there are a lot of names linked, a lot of uh, historical figures and, and things like that. Um, there's coercion test. Oh, nope, that takes you to another court case. So yeah, it's, uh, geez, Thomas Jefferson. It, was Thomas Jefferson funny? Maybe we should have gone through him. Uh, maybe, uh, that, maybe that would have gotten us into capital steps uh, more quickly.
1: There, there is a link to uh, Richard Nixon here, and he was, deservedly oh. so, the butt of a lot of humor. Mm-hmm. in the early 70s like i i collect comedy albums and there's a lot of them that are specifically targeting richard nixon i don't know if they're important enough to make it onto nixon's page and to your point we've done well, a lot of presidential stuff already so
0: well he was on laughing and that is a pretty that was a pretty big deal
1: sock it to me
0: yes to the point yeah. that i think that that might be on his page
1: wow what is it is it interesting enough to overcome your earlier objection to going through presidents?
0: I think it might be actually. Yes. All right. So it might be.
1: All right. So we've got two plausible exit paths, FCC versus Pacifica, which we know gets us to Carlin, but Carlin Mm -hmm. is not Dudley Riggs or Mm -hmm. Nixon, who could very well get us to laugh in, um, but may not.
2: Mm,
0: Yeah. And
1: I'll let you pick. And I won't say a word against. I just, I just wonder, I I
0: wonder which is both viable paths. So we're trying to get to comedy so that we can get to improv so that we can get to this guy. Oh, what's the best way to go? It's a tough, that's a tough call. That is a tough call. Are you leaning one way or the other? I know you're not going to, you're going to let me make the final choice, but are you leaning one way or the other?
1: I mean, I lean to Carlin, but Carlin was also a stand-up, So it's not Mm
2: -hmm. exactly.
1: And also like the, the range of comics who took aim at, um, Nixon was very broad. So there's probably, uh, you know, a, the, a higher percentage chance that we get to somebody. Cause like Carlin might get us to uh, Jack Burns Mm -hmm. uh, who was early second city or Avery Schreiber was early second city. Uh, Burns was uh, Carlin's comedy duo partner early on before they uh, split up and went their separate ways. But it it's, you know, it's, it's a couple of clicks. Whereas Nixon might be shorter because the only, the only comic we're going to get to through FCC versus Pacifica is George Carlin. It's
2: George Carlin whereas, for sure. Yeah.
1: Richard Nixon might get us to one or two more.
0: Yeah, I I think I think we give it a try. Uh where did you see Richard Nixon linked here? So
1: Richard Nixon is linked under the um freedom of the press section in about the I want to say uh third or fourth paragraph down. It's 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 in the section where they're talking about the Pentagon Papers.
0: Um the Pentagon Papers.
1: Uh right before they mentioned the Pentagon Papers, Richard Nixon is uh it's just after the new york times uh, versus the united states in mm-hmm. which the administration of richard nixon sought to ban the publication of the pentagon papers
0: yeah no i am definitely not seeing it here uh, freedom of speech and of the press is that the section that you're in or is there a different uh, section freedom, freedom of the
1: press freedom oh, of the press
0: just called freedom of the press okay hold so on. it's it's
1: it's under
0: all right i'm just gonna go back up to the top and link down to uh Oh, wait, it's called Freedom of the Press? Oh, all the way, almost at the bottom, oh, yeah. I see. Freedom of I the Speech
1: see. and the Press is the yep. larger section, and yes. it's the subsection of that part that is Freedom of the
0: yes. Press. Yes, Penning on Papers, Richard Nixon, there it is. I see it. All right, cool, I am ready to go.
1: All right, Tricky Dick.
0: Let's do it. Richard Nixon. I choose Richard Nixon. Uh, and that is long- not something that's been said for a long time. So let's long, see what we got here.
1: long, long last. All
0: right. <laughs> if we finally made it to the richard nixon page this is this is what everything's been building towards folks indeed indeed we've, we've finally so I'm, found it
1: i'm gonna jump straight to the 1968 presidential campaign okay because i believe that's when uh is that when he showed up um on uh laugh in
0: uh you got me i don't, 68 I don't know 68 feels like on it at all 68
1: feels like oh yeah that that was prime laugh in territory right there
0: okay i mean yes definitely 60 uh 60 yeah 68 69 uh definitely definitely around those times i was i went down mm-hmm. to personality and public image um and uh there is not there are no link i mean there are links in that section but there's nothing that's going to help us
1: yeah uh, i'm not saying anything under uh <laughs> cool. it's almost it's almost as if he was a hugely historically consequential individual and in the uh The tiny little barbs thrown at him by comedians were not sufficiently Uh, important to merit. uh,
0: Well, there is there is a whole nother page called cultural depictions of Richard Nixon.
1: Oh, yeah, that's got to have it.
0: And it feels like it would be in there, but but I thought it would be here, too. So, you know, I'm uh, now I'm a little uh, gun shy.
1: Oh, I hear Um, you. I hear you.
0: So let's see if let's see if there's anything else on here. I really thought that 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 the uh, that the laughing thing would be would be on here because uh, that was that was a well, I guess in my world that was a big deal, but in the in the real world probably it wasn't as big of a deal as I.
1: Yeah, no, it it's 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 almost as if the rest of the world doesn't uh, prioritize comedy to the same <laughs> degree that that we do. It's uh, weird.
0: It's weird. Why why wouldn't they? Maybe they're maybe. No, yeah. They're 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 wrong. That's that's it. That's what it is. That's it.
1: They're they're wrong for not prioritizing comedy.
0: Yeah, it's not us.
1: It's uh, that. thank God. i always glad we sussed that out.
0: Uh I see Margaret Thatcher on here. David Frost is on here. The old Frost Nixon interviews. Here we go. Um Jimmy Carter. He was he was a cut up. So maybe we go through Jimmy Carter. Uh oof. Uh well, CBS is on here. So you could get into CBS and, and broadcasting if you wanted to. You could get into Nixon, the um, the movie that's on here.
1: Yeah, that was a laugh riot.
0: Yeah, was... yeah, well, uh, yeah. The only person I know for sure that was in that was Anthony Hopkins, because I, I don't even know who else was in the movie besides him. I know there were a lot of people, but I'm just not sure who. Um,
1: I've actually been to uh, the Richard Nixon Library and Birthplace in Yorba Linda, California.
0: I- I've been to the Watergate. Look at you. So here we are. We're we're a bunch of of, uh, Richard Nixon super fans over here. Clearly. Um, I see Ted Kennedy. I see uh, John Kennedy's on here. John F. Kennedy's on here.
1: Oh, that could get us to Von Meter.
0: Uh, That could get us to Von Meter. You're absolutely right. In the first family. Hmm. That's Uh, interesting.
1: But if Laughing isn't linked on Nixon's page, Von Meter is probably not going to be linked on Kennedy's
0: page. You think? Oh, wow. There's a.
1: A link to Hunter S. Thompson, although I don't know that that well, helps us.
2: Well, it's,
0: I mean, that's, again, that could get you into movies. that. Where,
1: where did you them. see this link uh, with uh, portrayals of Nixon in media?
0: It's under the sea also.
1: Oh. Yeah, right, all right, the right.
0: way at the bottom. All the way down there. Washington Senators, new federalism. Yep. How about the 1973 oil crisis? haha ha, does that just make you eh. boy I'll tell you man this is not uh, this is not great there's there is there's very little on here that is related to comedy in any way
1: it is so true
0: Um, is so which is which is a shame true. because we could have at least known for sure we had a comedian had we gone the other direction so I apologize uh, to you and to the listeners oh wait I see oh, never mind I saw impromptu was linked but it's an impromptu early morning meeting with them, and it's about a meeting that he had uh, with uh, uh, protesters at uh, Kent State University. Yeah. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, at the Lincoln Memorial. They were from Kent State. Um, oh, the B-52s are on here. Oh, no, wait. The B-52 is on here.
2: All
1: right. Ah, yes, that's a very different thing.
0: Uh, <laughs> Air Force One. That's a good movie.
2: So if it is.
0: One, it's, not the, it's not the movie that's linked. It's the actual plane. Oh boy. Hippie counterculture. Well, there you go. You can get through the hippie counterculture. Robert mm-hmm, Kennedy.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: the Tet Offensive. Ronald Reagan. He was an actor. Was he so involved? Did, did did Ronald Reagan do any vaudeville? Do you know?
1: Uh I don't think he's quite that old.
0: No, I don't think so either, but he was in, you know, he was in movies in the fifties, so maybe, maybe he was, you know, super young vaudeville vaudeville act or something like that. No? Maybe? Could have been. Nope. No. Nope. nope not nope, not saying it? Nope. Not nope, saying nope, it. Nope. Not at all. Okay. Um well then. What do you think, man? What do you what do you think is our best bet here?
2: Ugh,
1: CBS? I like, do you like CBS? I, really don't, I don't like a lot of these.
0: I don't like a lot of these either. <sighs> Joseph McCarthy. He's funny in a different way.
1: Indeed, he is.
0: Uh microfilm is linked on here. I'm trying to I'm trying to find things now that are just like so more general.
1: Hubert, Hubert Humphrey is, is linked here. Um uh,
0: Okay. And do you know where,
1: where where he hails from?
0: No, I don't think I do.
1: The great state of Minnesota.
0: I see. Okay.
1: So I'm just saying, if we click on Hubert Humphrey, that that gets us, you know, near a yes. place. He probably knew Dudley Riggs for all we know.
0: Hmm. I'm not sure if I'm going to go quite that far. Uh, you know, I do see that he, that Nixon graduated with a Bachelor of Arts. That's linked, as is The Dark Tower, a mystery drama by George S. Kaufman. And Alexander Wolcott first produced in 1933. So there is a link to that play.
2: Well, what do you think of that?
1: Uh, think of that? Uh, I mean George Kaufman was a, a playwright of some renown. Yes, uh, yeah, for sure. Sure, I like it. Let's let's do I it. Mean, I, don't know I, how, got, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I it's it's I don't think it'll be quick, uh, but we know Hubert <laughs> Humphrey is likely to be geographical. But if you don't want to go Hubert Humphrey, then I'm fine. Well,
0: I just don't. I, you know we we try to stay away from the geography thing. Give me give me I, one second here. I'm 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 still I'm I'm looking through the final section here just to make sure I've I've gone backwards, and I'm going up through the the top here just to make sure there's nothing else better than that. But I at least it's a play. At least it gets into. But I don't know. See the problem is though we're going to go through that. And it's going to be a little tiny page about that play, right? It's not going to have a whole lot of links out of it. Yeah, it's but we're really, either, we're, right? we're
1: really trying to get to George S. Kaufman.
0: Oh, you right? think so?
1: Yeah, because he wrote okay. for like the uh, Kaufman and Hart. Like he, mm-hmm. he's he's a well known playwright. I don't I don't know the Dark Tower itself, but George S. Kaufman is what we're looking to get to.
0: Yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably the best.
1: Let's just let's just do it and get it over with.
0: All right, let's All right. do it. Let's the Dark it, Tower man. under early career in marriage. Yeah. Yep, there it is. There it is. Oh, let's, look. Oh, my in, God.
1: It is incredibly short.
0: Ah. This is the shortest little page I've ever seen.
1: It's so short. Oh, no. But you know who's linked here? Who's is that? George S. Kaufman.
0: Well, he is, as are several other people. Mary Alexander Astor, Walcott. Louis Cal- Calhoun and Edward G. Robinson.
1: It's so Edward true.
0: G. Robinson yeah the man with two I faces say ju- warner brothers is linked on here i mean there are there are links here to other entertainment things but you're george, saying george
1: s kaufman wrote for the marx brothers so that gets us to comedy so i'm gonna say george s kaufman don't overthink it just go
0: just go. all right just go. let's go george s kaufman all
1: right here we go look at that american playwright theater director producer humorist and drama critic oh humorist is linked
0: humorist i do um, like humor
1: Fantastic. So, this gives us some options here. We got a little breathing mm-hmm. room now. We get a little breathing room.
0: Well, I'll you, be damned. See? Do you know where George S. Kaufman was born?
1: um uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota.
0: No, he was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Look at that.
1: Hooray. Who, who, well done, Pittsburgh. Well done.
0: um Looks like he's got a Broadway debut in 1918 at the Knickerbocker Theater.
1: Ooh, that's exciting.
0: Um, there's a whole lot of plays linked on here uh there's animal crackers and the coconuts there's your you're talking about the marx brothers marx brothers are on here harpo marx Groucho marx dick cabot is linked on here
1: is he now
0: yes as is carnegie hall so there's all kinds of possibilities here but which which is best which will get us into which will get us the closest to improv comedy
1: i don't know I i don't know Mm-hmm. um i'm seeing many many things here
0: yeah me too
1: it's very it's very exciting all of the many things that are here uh, yeah he was a member of the algonquin round table which yes
0: well yeah groucho marks uh, a, a
1: very good table to sit at if you want to mm-hmm. sit at a table
0: for sure for sure especially a round table mm-hmm. um vanity fair is linked on here happy days is linked down here wonder woman yes um donald oliver uh compiled and edited a collection of kaufman's humorous pieces tony Shaloub is linked on here is he now yeah the cohen brothers are linked on here Barton fink hmm gosh well there's a lot of really good uh possibilities here none of which get us i don't think directly into Um. Improv comedy, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You think humorist is the best way to go? Do you think? I mean, because it, comedy itself just doesn't seem to be on here, unless I'm missing it.
1: Yeah, it's it's hard because humorist is a is a a different thing than mm-hmm. a stage performer. Like you think yes. of humorist, you think of like P.J. O'Rourke or somebody like yeah, a, a, yes. a dry witted writer uh, and not necessarily a performer. Um,
0: yeah, when you mouse over it, uh, it comes up with a picture of Mark Twain, so...
1: Yeah, so there is theater director, mm-hmm. um, which would get us to theater, um, and possibly, you know, a list of famous directors, many of whom have a, an improv background. i I'm mean, thinking probably, specifically
0: of Mike Nichols. But probably Groucho Marx is the way to go, right?
2: Mm. Because Groucho Marx,
0: why? I mean, Groucho Marx is a comedian. Groucho Marx is going to have a link into vaudeville. Groucho Marx is going to have a link to a lot of other comedians. So,
1: Yes, but we are trying to get to Dudley Riggs. Right. Right? So Groucho Marx is a legendary, famous comedian, but we're trying to get to improvisational theater in particular.
0: And you don't think that Groucho Marx did any improv? No,
1: No, not in the context in which it is commonly understood because okay. it is a separate theatrical movement and it's not that the Marx brothers weren't capable of doing, you know, things that were not scripted, mm-hmm. but they did not do improv in the way that modern theater classifies improv. They did vaudeville. Yeah, which was yes, different. but
0: as as did this guy, right? As did Dudley Riggs.
1: Yes. Uh, well, so. I I think theater director is the way to go. I think that's going to get theater us Theater director. Yes, it is the second link. Oh. And I think that's going to open it up to a wide variety of uh, theatrical styles, and that will likely get us towards improv. That is my mm-hmm. strong feeling, and wow. I urge you to have faith in me this one last time.
0: So none Come of these on, performers, Bert. none of these Tony Shalhoub or, or, or you know, none, the, the Cohen brothers, none, none I, of this feels... I,
1: I grant you that all of them will eventually get us to where we're going. Uh-huh. I think that
0: they Either are the director two... gets us there faster.
1: I think that theater director casts a broader net in the right fishing waters of where we want to go. Whereas Tony Shalhoub casts a narrower net in the fishing waters that we're looking at.
0: What about Broadway?
1: No, I I think theater director is better. No, Hmm. because Broadway is. All right. Show me how. All right. Theater director, second link at the top of the page. Here we go. This article has multiple issues. So help yeah. clean it up if you happen to be going through <laughs> here.
0: Yeah. It's a, not, not a super long one, but director
1: uh, in theater history, a lot yeah. of exciting thing here. Yeah. All right. We've got some wonderful so people show who show
0: me the direction we need to go here. Exactly.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm looking through Let me get through the, let me get through it. Let me get through I it. will.
0: Oh yeah, I will. will. I mean, it, it won't take you long because, uh, because there's not many links on it. So,
1: uh, but under the sea also, do you see, do you see the links that I'm seeing Matt? Do you see the link that i'm seeing matt
2: matt do you see
0: how do you do this do you do you do you do you you, you go through and edit this stuff Uh, how is it that that improvisational theater happens to be under theater director that doesn't even make sense to me why it's here but there it is improvisational theater i mean that's what we're
1: going to for sure like it's going to be yeah oh absolutely let's go let's go let's do it what do you do you think that it's going to be tony shalhoub (laughs) <laughs> improvisational theater, often called improvisational comedy. Swedish actors perform in theater sports, a competitive form of improv. A lovely it just, picture shows.
0: I'm just saying it surprises me that that it's linked right here. But here it is, and you know who else is linked on this page? Who is some people credit American Dudley Riggs as what? the first vaudevillian to use audience suggestions to create improvised sketches on stage. Yay! And Dudley Riggs is, of course linked so where, there where? we go he is under it's right in the very first section well not the first section under history modern yep. and then you go like uh two sentences there it is, in, and riggs. you will see mr Dudley. riggs
1: fantastic well thank you
0: yeah Deadly there riggs. he is dudley riggs back again to uh to tell you a little bit about uh being an improviser and he is from little rock arkansas so i i won't i won't read too much about him um just in case we happen to have guessed the same number uh if you guessed the number correctly today good for you jethro the number was nine it is our longest walk i I did not guess
1: i did not guess it correctly i guess seven i guess seven what did you guess matt
0: well i guess six jethro i guess six
1: that's what you get for having faith in us.
0: You 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 drew us out. You drew us out on purpose. You took us in in terrible directions purposely to make that a longer walk because you guessed a larger wow. number. Didn't I, you? No. Didn't you? Didn't you? Admit no. it. Admit it. Admit it. I,
1: I'd love to redo the episode taking all of your <laughs> suggestions to see how Good. many links it would be. Good. Right, you next, should. Next week. Next week, yeah. I'm gonna give you veto power over every link.
0: I don't want veto power over every link. link. I'm just saying I just I just don't. Well, anyway, I'm going to go back and do this one myself and see how long it takes me, because I think I think some of these Bill of Rights to First Amendments to Nixon. Come on, Nixon. You pick Nixon.
1: I I wish that Dudley Riggs had a corporate gig at the Astronaut Beach House and it was a one click (laughs) show. But that didn't happen. So
0: he might have. He might have. And they we'll just didn't know. list it on the Wikipedia never page. Yet. Well, this has been this has been awesome. Uh, our longest walk of of the season, uh, not time-wise, but definitely link wise. And um, there it is. That's the astronaut beach house all the way to Dudley Riggs. And next week, our final episode of the season, Jethro. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll go from Dudley Riggs all the way back to the Montreal screw job. Woohoo! Can't so wait. I have to see how that works out. But um, yeah, that'll be it. So Hopefully you, the listener, will join us. Uh, Jethro, hopefully you'll join the listener and I, and uh, hopefully I'll join you and the listener.
1: It'll be a confluence of greatness from all sides.
0: Fantastic. Take care, everybody. Hey everybody, Matt Hartman here again for Drunkard's Walk. Thanks so much for listening again this week. A big thank you to Jesse Lee for our theme music and Nick Carmio for our artwork, of course. And you heard our big announcement. We are going to be doing a Drunkard's Walk live coming up on Saturday, January 21st at 8 p.m. So head on over to arcadecomedytheater.com and you can get your tickets there. You can also get them at the door, I'm assuming. uh, You know, assuming we don't sell out, (laughs) which isn't going to happen. So you can get them at the door if you want to, but anyway... We really hope that you'll join us for that. We would love to have you there. Uh, We're going to have some special guests uh, on hand as well, and uh, we'd love to see you, and we hope that you would like to be there. So, arcadecomedytheater.com to get those tickets if you are living in Pittsburgh, and if you're not, you want to visit Pittsburgh, hey, come on down. January is a great time to visit Pittsburgh. It's not super cold or gray or dreary or anything. All right. We'll see you next week, everybody.